We want to show the real side of small business, the true small business life. There are a lot of misconceptions about small business and we want to give you a glimpse into the real life of a small business owner. The highs, the lows, the failures, the successes, the full small business life story so that you too can know that you are not alone on your small business journey and so that you can see the journey that many other small business owners have taken themselves. Remember to like, share, and comment so that many others can share in the small business life story. Hello, and thank you for joining us again today on Real Small Business with the McGraw Council. I'm your host, John Beeman. Before we get too far into this and have a fun discussion on customer journey mapping, I want to take a few quick moments and thank our sponsors, Merchant Masters, Job Formance with their Job Fit Report, McGraw Capital Partners, Exceva, and Turtle Creek Financial Group. Our efforts at the McGraw Council supporting the small business community would not be possible without them. So thank you to each and every one of those organizations. And remember, 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 remember to like, comment, and share this video or audio, whichever one you are currently using, so we can spread the word and help small business owners across the country. Today, we are going to be talking about customer journey mapping. Now, now, customer journey mapping is something that is practiced in the corporate world, but it has not really yet made its way into the small business world in terms of as a regular tool or regular practice. Many times the customer journey gets uh, confused with a sales funnel and it's distinctly different. One of the things that really differentiates the customer journey map from a sales funnel the customer journey map is very customer centric and it's very much incorporating the emotions that the consumer, the prospect or customer if they're existing is feeling in that moment. Um, sales funnels definitely have a place for sure, but customer journey mapping is more, it's more customer centric. And so the idea of using a customer journey map is that you want to, you want to create and understand a sustainable system that generates consistent new clients, that generates repurchases from existing clients. And a marketing plan will definitely help with that, but a customer journey map is a more specific tool that you would incorporate into your marketing efforts. Um, as you build your customer journey map, the first thing you're gonna wanna do is you're really gonna want to make sure that you have a deep understanding of your prospect and customer. And let me explain why that's so important. Um, LGE Consulting, which is a firm out in California, they noted and have documented that we are in a 6G economy, which is actually interesting because it's the first time in the United States that we've seen that. Six generations are proactively participating in our economy, and that makes the whole marketing slash customer journey discussion far more intricate, far more complex. In addition, 73% of consumers purchase through goods and services online. That was noted by uh, in a study by McKinsey and Company. And one of the reasons that's so important to note is it's another one of those statistics that indicates you should be digitizing your business, digitalizing your efforts. Um, we are in a very, very much of a digital economy. Statista knows that the digital economy is valued at approximately $1.85 trillion. So not only is that where a lot of revenues are to be made that's where consumers are spending money that's where consumers are spending their time even in this sixth generation economy when we have some people who don't spend a lot of time on social media we have some people who do not spend a lot of 
or rather make a lot of purchases online, the vast majority do. Even in that 6G economy, the, the vast majority, 73% of consumers, as a matter of fact, purchase their goods or services online. So you as a business need to be there, but that impacts your customer's journey. Let me give you a quick example of that. Traditionally in the retail slash restaurant space, there was very much of a, a build it and they will come mentality slash model. In the economy today, that's not really the case. You can build a new building. You can move into an existing one. That does not inherently mean that you will have people bursting through the door dying to purchase your product or service. Why? A lot of the foot traffic that we traditionally saw in person has moved to the digital space. You need to have a presence in the digital space. And so when we're talking about this in the context of customer journey mapping, you really need to know how your customer behaves, what your customer thinks, what your customer feels, where they are, the motivation behind any action that they take. The marketing plan will help kind of bring them to um, will bring them to an awareness stage of your business or of your product or service. But studying the customer journey map will really help you gain a deeper understanding of what makes them progress to each step. In the customer journey map, you're going to have five stages, basically. You have awareness, you have initial consideration, you have active consideration, you have the purchase decision, and then you have the loyalty loop. What you want to do as a small business owner, you want to focus your marketing efforts on step one. What generates awareness? There's going to be a portion of that population that shifts into stage two. That's the initial consideration phase. And this is where your sales process really begins. They know you're aware and they're kind of interested. They want to know a little bit more about you. If everything goes well, then they're going to move to the active consideration phase. That's when they're really, they know they have a gap. They know they need a product or service and they know that you offer it and they think that you might really be the right fit for them. Then you move to the purchase decision. And this is where they, where they're going to need a little bit of a push, either that reassurance that, it's going to work out great. Maybe it's some type of a guarantee or maybe depending upon the product or service, it could very well be a discount. Assuming that goes smoothly, they can then enter the loyalty loop. And the key with the loyalty loop, that basically cuts out the first two steps. That cuts out 40% of the customer's journey. And those first two steps are huge because there's no real... There's no real interaction with you as a business in those first two steps. That step one, they... Become for the they become aware for the first time that you actually exist. In step two, they kind of get an idea as to what you're actually offering. If you can cut those first two steps in your customer's journey, not only are you reducing your costs to acquire new customers dramatically, but you're also increasing the repeat purchases. Again, depending upon your industry, you're increasing the repeat purchases. And that is huge for your business. That's absolutely huge. Uh, so let's take a few minutes here and I'll go into the, some of the specifics with you on each of these each of these steps. The first one being awareness, what you really want to do here, again, we have full seminars dedicated to this stuff, but this is just, just a summary for you. The awareness stage, this is where the prospect, because they're not a customer yet, the prospect becomes aware that you exist. And this is really going to be a result of your marketing efforts. It can be networking. It can be digital advertising. It can be print material, word of mouth. It can be a variety of things. However, 
The bottom line is this. The marketing activities in which you participate are going to be leading to this awareness stage. So if you want to know if your marketing plan is working, if you want to know if your customer journey map is kind of being triggered and started, look at the awareness stage. If people don't know you exist, you have to change something in the marketing because this, this is the biggest thing that your marketing will change. It will change the awareness. Then once you have them aware that you exist, then you can move to initial consideration. That's when they become aware of what you do. They become aware of the problem that you solve. And again, obviously the, the prospect is going to change based upon your industry, but really get into the emotions of the customer here. Really try to understand what the what the prospect is experiencing. Is it is it intrigue? Is it a desire to grow and learn something new? Are they basically acknowledging that there's a gap somewhere along the line? Get into the weeds on this because as you get into the weeds, you're going to be able to cater to each of those specific emotions and present them something that that satisfies their desire, that kind of scratches the itch for them. That will help move them along the customer journey map. That next stage is active consideration. Typically, at this point in time, they're going to be visiting your website with serious intent. They're going to be inquiring about or asking directly for information. They might even contact you directly, maybe via Zoom, a phone call, social media message, whatever it might be. But again, always ask yourself these questions. What is the customer doing, thinking, and feeling in this stage? And what is the customer hoping to accomplish? What is their goal? Are they trying to get a laugh? Are they trying to gain a sense of security? What are they trying to accomplish? Once you know the problem that they're trying to solve, we just need to continually provide a solution for them. And as we provide solutions, we can work them down that customer journey map. Once they complete that stage, they move into the purchase decision. At this point in time, they're probably looking for that final guarantee of trust. They're probably getting a little bit eager and excited to make the purchase. So we need to help them feed off of that. We need to provide things that will that will foster those emotions, that will satisfy, that will scratch that itch, so to speak, that will make them, that will make them trust you, that will make them feel like this is a good investment, that this is worth their time, their money, so on and so forth. Um, they may even, depending upon your product or service, they may want to test it. They may want to confirm one or more of your guarantees. They may have a question on a quote if that's the way your business operates. But this is kind of the magical moment. They just need that one more push. It's probably going to be something along the lines of earning their trust. So some type of a guarantee. You might throw in one more value add. Depending on your industry, it might be a discount, like a restaurant. Discounts can be a great incentive to attend and to show up. So think about that and really focus what makes that customer purchase from an emotional perspective. After they purchase, then it's about getting them into your loyalty loop, keeping them for the long haul. And again, always be asking what is the customer doing, thinking, and feeling, what are they hoping to accomplish? Because what you kind of want in this stage, you want them to have a feeling of loss without your product or service. If they aren't using your product or service, in a perfect world, you they would be feeling some sort of some sort of feeling of loss that they're not satisfied, that they're not whole. That means that you're really doing something great. We need to feed that. We need to continually satisfy that. Um, you obviously want them to be satisfied. <laughs> I mean, if if their want or need is not consistently met, you're never going to be able to win the loyalty loop. But if you can continually scratch that itch each and every time, whatever that is, maybe it's a small, maybe it's a small afternoon ice cream craving if you own a little ice cream shop. Maybe it's 
a really important new foundation if you own a big commercial space and the foundation hasn't been touched in years. It could be anything. But just make sure that you're continually providing solutions and then you're keeping them in the loyalty loop. This is a this is a very common mistake in the small business world. The small business will win the deal, they'll win the customer, they'll win the prospect. But then for some very random reason, they lose track of their existing customers. They lose track of those who have continually spent and invested so much with them. And what happens is they miss a golden opportunity. And unfortunately, it's not one that can easily come back. So really, once you make that sale, really try to think of it as the beginning rather than the end. Once they get that first taste of you, especially if you're selling a small ticket item, you need these people to be coming back. You need to find a way to incentivize them to come back, to motivate them to come back. And as we look at the customer journey map, we can figure out and hone in on what specifically moved them forward. So as we take a step back and we look at the journey that our existing customers took, how did they become aware of you? How did they find out that you even exist? What made them actually go to your website or your Facebook page and, or whatever social media platform you use and click the about tab? What made them read into that? What made them go to your website and take a look at that about, about tab? And then even bigger and better, what made them seriously consider you? What made them say, tell you what, this business could actually solve my problem. I think this is the one. And then obviously what made them purchase? What was that final, what was that final component that made them say, I feel 100% good about this purchase and I would do it every day of the week. As you build your customer journey map, you can hone in on these things and really cater to them. If you're an existing business, you've got the data in your current base. Take some time, go through it. Hopefully you have a CRM. You should be able to go through that and literally role play the scenario, replay what happened. And as you do that, things like this will come up. You'll be able to identify what motivated them to take that next step. They'll also show you if, it, if you've got a scalable model, because if everything is relying on the friends and family type of thing, you only have so many of those connections. That being said, if there's a consistent word of mouth where new people are coming into your door or digital door every day, now you've got something really, really good. So that's the customer journey map in an overview. What I would really like for you to act on today is take some time Build your customer avatar. Who is that perfect client for you? If you don't know the perfect client, you can't even start with a customer journey because what we're doing with our marketing efforts, we want to take everything that we have and point it towards this specific person. Once you know your perfect customer, the one that makes you the most money, the one that you enjoy serving the most, once you know who that is and what that looks like, then you can identify where you need to really try to insert your marketing efforts. So for example, if you have a food business and your ideal customer is 28, 29-year-old male, you can pretty much count on them to be at some type of a sporting event once a week. You probably want to find some way to incorporate your marketing efforts with that in mind. As you build that customer avatar and work them through the customer journey process and you map that out, you can identify when they're most receptive to your message, and then you can put your marketing efforts there. I'll give you a really silly example because it's so far-fetched, but it communicates the point. If your average, if your favorite customer, if your customer avatar is a 70-year-old male, 
you probably don't want to spend a lot of money on Instagram because statistically, 70-year-old males don't spend a lot of time on Instagram. Even if you're trying to generate awareness, your marketing dollars are spent better elsewhere. Same thing applies for a 22-year-old female who just graduated college. If you want to reach that target market, you probably don't want to spend a lot of money on direct mailers. Why? They spend most of their time, most of their attention goes towards social media. That's something you probably want to look at something more like Instagram or some other social media platform. If you don't know your customer avatar, you won't know where to try to trigger the loyal, the um, customer journey map. You won't know where to put your efforts to generate that awareness. And that's why step one, you have to build your customer avatar. You have to paint that full picture. You have to, you do have to know who your perfect audience is. And the more detail you have, the better. If you know what, what their favorite color is and what their favorite meal is, the more data you have, the better. Hone in on that and build that. And again, if you're an existing business, use your current client base. If you're, if you're a new business, we're in the age of information. The information is out there. You might have to look for a little bit to find it, but the information is out there. So, so take some time and definitely put in the research there. The customer journey map is not a, it's not a one size fits all thing. It's not a, it's not a magic wand for your business by any stretch of the imagination, but if leveraged properly, it can be very, very helpful. The, the idea of the customer journey map is that it helps you identify how, why, and when people buy from you. It doesn't matter if you're B2B, B2C, a hybrid of some sort. You, you as a business need to know why people buy from you and how that process went, how they learned about you, what moved them through that mapping process, what made them go from saying, oh, I had no idea they existed to being such a huge pro advocate, they can't stop sending you referrals. What made them do that? What inspired them to do that? The data is there. You just have to go evaluate your existing client base. That's the good news. By going through this customer journey mapping process, you can leverage a lot of data and a lot of resources to drive you towards your overreaching goal. Thank you so much for listening in. I hope you found this helpful and beneficial. If you did, please definitely like, comment, and share. If you haven't signed up yet, please definitely sign up to get more great business educational content like this. And even better, join the council today at www.themcgrawcouncil.com.